hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC podcast number 50, episode 50. And our next guest is not only an actor, but a singer and photographer as well. Uh, she's been in theater, films, concerts, and been in part of productions such as Junie B. Jones, Between Gods and Kings, Chasing Icarus, and The Wild Called Max. You can find her on uh, Instagram at uh, Emily underscore can I get it right? Ian, no, Ian Quinta. Very, very, very close. Ian Quinta. Ian Quinta, and uh, <laughs> em- <laughs> and uh, Emily Ian Quinta photo. Please welcome Emily Ian Quinta. <laughs> Thank- thanks for having me. So sorry me. for the box. Yeah, I'm never good at these like at these like introductions. I don't have as much practice with like you know, doing stuff like this, but now yeah. it, you know what? I kind of like it. Cause if people mess up my last name, it disarms them a little bit. And then yeah. I'm kind of like, Hey, I got I got the upper hand now. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. 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 So, I mean, how was, how has life been lately? Like obviously the world, at least America is like <laughs> a I'm bit like, of a mess uh, right now. Yeah. A lot what of a week going to- on. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied or just like kind of like grounded and stable and sane, you know, these days? Uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to lovingly give this time in life mm-hmm. a nickname. Uh, I've been calling it the indoor times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but I, uh, I think of it as like, this is not a good analogy to make, but I think of like uh, Ireland's The Troubles. Yeah. When like crazy shit was going on and I was just like the indoor times. Yeah. yeah. You know, in 2020. Yeah. Insane. Um, well, the first month of quarantine, mm-hmm. I definitely was, I was laid off immediately. And then I was oh. like, well, I guess I'll just be mentally on an extended vacation. <laughs> but that, that only lasted so long because then it's like, you start to realize, um, you know, you need structure in your day. I was just like, uh, wearing the shit out of my pajamas and, you know, (laughs) eating whatever I wanted. And I was like, this is not a way to live. So, um, the second month I got really productive and, uh, Mm kind of took my health a little more seriously, started going running when I could and, uh, cooking a bunch at home. Uh, but I still felt a little, uh, blocked Mm -hmm. as far as, is because uh, you know obviously we can't interact with people other mm-hmm. than digitally we can't yeah. uh uh meet up in groups or well at least we're starting to now safely which is great mm-hmm. um so i was like how can i still be creative confined to my home i started making jewelry <laughs> a few nice. weeks yeah, ago yeah, yeah. Nice, I, nice. I sound really timid because i uh, i actually uh just kind of launched things off, but, uh, I've been working on that and that has been great because it's therapeutic to kind of keep my hands busy mm-hmm. and still find a way to stay inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, awesome. that's, that's what I've been doing. Nice. Um, do you have like a social media page for your like jewelry or just keeping it under wraps at the moment? I do. Okay, I, nice. uh, <laughs> called young, Diane mm-hmm. shop. Do you have any examples of your, of your, of your jewelry that uh, you can show us really quick or. 
I mean, I'm wearing. Oh, okay, nice. Come on, I had to plug it. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's all seed bead jewelry, so I have. Okay. Cool. Um, not nearby. I have my yeah. my boyfriend's gonna kill me because I've got. Uh, I've taken over the coffee table. It is now <laughs> like my jewelry station. There's yeah, yeah. Crap all over it, so it's yeah. all out in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I had some friends last year. I don't know if they're still doing it. I don't think they're still doing it, but just for a bit, I guess, just to make like a bit of bit of like extra cash, they just like started like selling jewelry, just like to friends and kind of like locally. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool if you could do something like that, trying to make a little extra money on the side, you know. You know what? Yeah, I want to be like, it all came from a creative place. But also, I'm like, as I mentioned, I got laid off. I was like, yeah. you know, uh, my day job is I, I'm an event director for, oh, cool, a co- cool. for a cocktail bar. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> hospitality is like the last thing that's going to kick back into action. So in the meantime, I'm yeah. like, well, what can I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I definitely feel that because I was, because I just it doesn't feel like a graduated, but I just graduated like, like, you know, last month. And, mm-hmm. um, so from January, I was doing kind of like two internships at like two different kind of like live venues. And like, mm-hmm. you know, because of Corona, basically live music is dead for the foreseeable future. So like, it's, it's not even like, like, because it's like an internship, like I haven't been fired it, it's it's going to be weird trying to like kind of follow up on them after, you know, saying like, Hey, they, we haven't so they talked. Just have you on. And like, they I don't know. Pause right now? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a pause, but I haven't really talked to like the managers of like either live, you know, venues for the, for like the last two months or something. So, so it's going to be kind of awkward. Just like, cause like, who knows when like live venues will be able to like operate and return to normal. Like it could be like, like it's crazy like the music industry is kind of like up in the, up in the air right now so like i definitely understand what you mean because like all my structure was kind of like thrown out the window come like you know middle of march and stuff and whatnot and like yeah it it almost feels like like stages of of uh of grief not, i don't want to say death <laughs> it sounds so morbid but it but it but it feels like you know we go through the stage of like denial uh-huh. angry we're sad and now it's like we're just kind of accepting that we're in a shift now yeah. and uh yeah i feel you and also i've been noticing like uh such a bummer where it's uh i was supposed to go to a concert in april and it's like uh, yeah well yeah. it's it's postponed a full year from now and i was like really? <laughs> But then I'm, but I also think I'm like, you know, they're just trying to play it safe because they don't know when things are going to be uh, safe for everyone to be yeah. in, like, you know, yeah. depending on the venue, it could be up yeah. to like thousand people or more. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, I hope, you know, obviously for like the sake of live music everywhere, things go back to normal. But, you know, things have been, I don't know how it is and kind of, because like with like with like you know music you you like kind of get away with like doing kind of like streaming concerts and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. how do you personally think how is this affecting you know kind of like the theater world which are which you obviously have experience in if i'm not mistaken like how do you think this whole situation is kind of like i i mean it's theater's going through a hell of a lot right now i yeah. mean it's it from everything from just like, you know, 
I mean, when Broadway went black for, for this, it mm-hmm. was like, what? Because like the show must go on. That's just kind of the mentality of Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, you know, well, shows are going to be, you know, on pause until <clears throat> at least September. Wow. And, and then it's like, it's, how do I say this? I mean, in my head, I'm like, just, it just like simply, it's such a bummer. It's a bummer yeah. <laughs> because I know friends that were about to make their Broadway debut mm-hmm. or they were, you know, just about to, you know, they just finished previews for something mm-hmm. or they, and it's all just like, not only is it on pause, but because the nature of theater, it's, mm-hmm. if they don't have the funding, they're not going to go back up. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but if it's not just about, oh, the show may be permanently closed. It also may be the theater may be permanently closed because if they can't cover the rent for the space, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to get bought out by somebody yeah. else. And on top of all that, uh, it, I mean, I kind of watching from the sidelines mm-hmm. of the last few months, I definitely um, respect those that are like still staying mm-hmm kind of on the pulse of everything like i gotta shout out uh kate lumpkin who's a casting director for theater Mm -hmm. um she's been doing no marking which has been kind of like these online seminars that you can still stay uh just kind of like mentally psych yourself up for for the rebirth of of theater coming back yeah um and i've seen uh some friends doing like live concerts or Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, and while I, I definitely respect those that are like, I just need to stay, I need to stay in it. Mm -hmm. It is not the same feeling as when you are in a room and you're watching it happen and you can just feel that like electricity. You can't do that virtually. Yeah. Or at least, I mean, it's really hard to, uh, give it like 50 years. The, (laughs) the, The technology isn't there yet. Yeah. Maybe when we have, you know, uh virtual reality and like wearing the goggles and the gloves or something yeah (laughs) uh, um but i'm missing that for sure uh i uh i feel like that was kind of a a ramble of 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 thoughts and feelings but Mm -hmm. uh um i'm also excited with uh what has been happening following uh the events of brianna tate Uh, George Floyd Mm -hmm. with theater, you know, it's Mm -hmm. calling out racism in theater, which Mm -hmm. I think it, I'm, I'm glad this is happening. I'm Mm -hmm. glad that uh, it's, it's getting some attention Mm -hmm. because I want to, I want to see something be being done about it right now. I'm, I'm just very much in listening mode. I'm just kind of like on Instagram and and Facebook and Mm -hmm. just kind of taking it all in and, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens when everything goes live again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely America, at least, has kind of been a state of, like, revolution and just, like, along with the world, seeing with, like, kind of, like, how, like, you know, the whole kind of, like, you know, situation, you know, pandemic situation is affecting kind of, like, the world and stuff like that. I mean, who would have thought 2020 would have, like been such a year like like it's crazy to think about I mean everything 
you know, you know, retrospectiveness is like 2020, obviously, but still like, just like thinking back, you know, back, back to December, you know, just kind of like life was normal and stuff, even, even, even up until, you know, you know, start of like March, everything was like relatively normal. And over the course of, you know, three to four months, you know, things have just gotten, you know, insane. But like, I mean, I'm looking forward to, to you know, how things change. Obviously, obviously, some things will change for the worse. But mm-hmm. I think that, that like the net positive will kind of like weigh out the, the uh, negatives of the situation for sure, of this situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a cheese ball saying this, but I'm, I'm like in my heart, I'm just like, yeah. after, after suffering has to, you know, come. Yeah, obviously. And I'm, yeah. And I'm, yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping I like, yeah. it's cause you, it's like you can joke and not really joke, I, mm-hmm. I guess, but just kind of like, Oh, can't get worse than this right now. Huh? But yeah. Like, <laughs> it. I, I do believe something better is coming at the, yeah. at the end of all this. Yeah, um, definitely. I, and I'm hoping for it at least. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, like, I noticed, so, like, what's that shirt that you have on? I like it. Oh, I'm shouting this out. This is, uh, so, uh, this is, uh, I got this from uh, New York Nico's Instagram, who is, like, oh, okay, a, street, nice, yeah. a street casting director. Oh, okay, And nice. he did, um, he's been doing a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during this pandemic he did uh best new york photo contest he yeah. did best new york accent yeah best new york i think it was like delivery or not delivery but it was like a favorite meal new york meal okay, and yeah. he did uh best t-shirt design and this was okay. one of the winning designs yeah so I like it. you can't really see it but under all the categories are like yeah. new york staples and i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what does it say can you like can you like read it i know it's like upside down but like what oh, are some boy. of the stuff I like, well, the, I can read the categories at least. Yeah. Uh, we got food. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Burrows. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what's this one say? Oh, film and TV. Okay, cool. Peeves. Which Peeves, I like. yeah. Hip hop, which I like got its own category. Yeah, yeah. And trash. <laughs> Tra- wait, trash, like, like how like actual garbage or just like kind of like crappy I mean, things? I mean, listed under trash yeah. is... Uh, uh nyu tuition <laughs> david Koch, harvey weinstein martin yeah. uh scorsese <laughs> no. uh rudy giuliani well, and donald yeah. trump oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah but i like it like the prices go up as it gets to oh, as it gets down. worse <laughs> yeah so like speaking of new york city like have you lived here all your life or like did you like move here like kind of like to like start your dreams obviously of like you know theater movies concerts stuff like that or like what's your personal story of like coming to you know nyc if i was born and raised and i had this accent i would be shit on so hard now i've been here for 10 years oh, okay so yeah. it's so, faded so, a like, little like a, no <laughs> so you're like a new yorker then like after 10 years you could you could definitely yeah. claim that uh you're from new york yeah <laughs> yeah it well i mean my official new york uh anniversary date is october 2nd so i'm a little okay. little shy of 10 yeah. years but yeah. um i moved here um 10 years ago i moved to astoria oh Queens, okay. yeah and when it was cheap, uh, <laughs> when it was cheap <laughs> yeah before it got cool yeah. um 
I lived on uh, 34th Street and 31st Ave, mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, lived above my my little old uh, Greek landlord, <laughs> uh, who was like up in my business every day because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was 22 mm-hmm. and like you know mm-hmm. living it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, before that, uh, born in Detroit, raised in Dearborn, moved oh, to Novi. Yeah, I feel I don't want to be like yeah, born and raised in Detroit. Cause I'm yeah, like, I mean I'm the Detroit's like a weird <laughs> yeah city to like kind of like brag about unless you're from like the 1950s or something. <laughs> yeah, but I can say that I was born in Detroit. At least I have that. Okay. Uh, oh, so you weren't like raised in Detroit? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, grew up in Dearborn, which is you know it's Dearborn in Michigan is famous okay. for you know Henry Ford's automotives and all that, and also. Uh, really good Middle Eastern food. Um, and then I ended up going to college uh, on the west side of the state mm-hmm. in Kalamazoo. And then I just, I don't think, I kind of wanted, I like if, if my parents had let me, I would have skipped college altogether. Because mm-hmm. I just, as soon as I was Same. done with high school, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Gosh, I, uh, I just wanted to move to New York. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted to do because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be on Broadway mm-hmm. so badly. Mm-hmm. And uh, at this point, I just feel fortunate that I've been able to do theater in New York. Like I've yeah, been able to do like yeah. off, off Broadway stuff, uh-huh. but uh, it's, I, I feel like what I wished I had done differently was I wish that I had um, applied myself in college. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I feel the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you can have cereal for three meals a day and, uh, <laughs> what else? Just, I, I joke, I'm like, I don't remember my junior year cause I was stoned mm-hmm. for most of it. <laughs> but, uh, and when you're in theater, you can't do that. It's like, it's like an around the clock, uh, around the clock, um, practice. Cause you'd have mm-hmm. classes during the day, you'd have rehearsal after, and then you're mm-hmm. expected to do your schoolwork. And mm-hmm. I just wasn't disciplined at that point in my life mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that, that would be the do-over, but I'm trying mm-hmm. as an adult now yeah. to be, you know, take a, take charge and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> jarring coming straight because especially these days, it's kind of awkward how, like, we've kind of, like, regressed a bit in terms of just, like, what, like, high schoolers receive as, like, as, like, as, like education. Because, you know, in, like, I guess, like, the fifth, 60s whatever in the uh, olden times you know you would get like home economic classes and like stuff like that and and a lot more trades and stuff like that you know things that are just like generally useful obviously with like home economics and like trades it kind of be like gendered off you know but still like you would get like a lot more I guess like life training i guess at least that's like my opinion like how like i see it compared to now where like we don't even learn how to do taxes and stuff like that and, you know high school when a, when, a, when a lot of us do kind of like part-time jobs even kind of have to like learn kind of like that stuff on our own and whatnot and like yeah so i feel like it's so it's kind of jarring now that i look back in it kind of like throwing you know most most kind of like kids, most like teenagers are like kind of like sheltered or kind of like ignorant of kind of how how like adult processes works right into mm-hmm. like college and like kind of like expecting them to like kind of understand in like a four-year type of frame, you know, what they want to do for the rest of their lives and just like, 
you know, kind of like stuff like that. I feel like, especially these days, kind of like teenagers or like young adults are like really being kind of like pushed to the edge or just kind of like a a lot is like is is like is like expected of us, and we don't have enough kind of like preparation for like all the expectations, you know. I mean, with that, if, if, if you could go back and you could think, what are the five things that you wish you knew how to do by the time you were 18? Yeah. For, I mean, all right, let me think about this. I'll, I'll, I'll work with you on the list. Yeah. yeah. I I, I didn't have a list going on, but I'm like, wow. One is that, I don't know, because one is, I guess, kind of like how to not compare myself to others. I, I know right. it's a bit like abstract. It's, 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 it's not like very You, you went like, deeper. I was yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 because it, it really did affect me going into college because I did study kind of like music industry and I did like, and, and a core part of that was kind of like the musical aspect. And like, I did have a lot of confidence in myself as a musician. So that kind of, you know, ironically kind of like hindered my progress as a musician that I couldn't have when I was in college and stuff like that. So like, that's why I said, you know, kind of like learning not to compare yourself to others and learning how to, how to develop kind of like a healthy self-confidence, but more practical, not, not like practically, but more kind of like on, not like, not so deep, I guess, but kind of, um, I guess learning that I could have invested in the stock market even <laughs> even like kind of like as like a teenager you know and what else huh i don't I, know it's kind of hard not to think about but like what about you like what are five things you wish you would have i wish you know it actually wasn't even until probably in the last five years like mm-hmm. i wish i had been more resourceful i wish that mm-hmm when I heard no, I pushed back a little bit more. Okay. And for like, I'm not talking like trying to be like a rule breaker, but as far as like getting what you want is like, I want to do this and someone to be like, that's Mm -hmm. not going to work out. I wish I'd pushed a little harder against Mm -hmm. that. Um, I wish that, uh, I mean, this should be, this should be a no brainer, but like, Mm -hmm. I wish that I, uh, knew the importance of, your vote matters. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I like, I think I skipped, I voted when I was 18, uh-huh. but then I skipped, I think when Obama went into his second term, I skipped because I was just like, Oh, everyone's going to vote blue. But I, <laughs> wish I, just, I wish I had yeah. done it. Cause I, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. I think when I was younger, I just didn't understand. Like it's really, yeah. really important. Yeah. Um, and I wish that, <laughs> okay, I, uh, I didn't get my driver's license till I was yeah, that too. 21. I wish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd done that a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of yeah. my best friends in high school, she, uh, she lives in New York and we were joking about that recently where yeah. I was like, man, I wish I wasn't such a mooch when I was a kid. And she's like, oh yeah, you were a mooch. You yeah, asked me for yeah, rides all the yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's so because like because um because like growing up in like New York City like like I didn't really like there's like no need to drive obviously cuz like trains, buses and whatnot, you know. Yeah. All these like, you know, 
you know, public public transportation, while it is crappy here, mm-hmm. it's like it's like abundant enough so that you so that you don't need to drive. And I know of probably like two or three people like during high school that kind of like actually got their, you know, got their like license out of out of like 400 kids or like something like that. So like, yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. I yeah. mean, but like I was, it was the opposite for me. Cause I, I mean, the kids were just like begging to get their licenses yeah. in high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I would assume <laughs> so being in like the Midwest, you know, things, things are like a lot more spread out, obviously. It's it's your ticket to freedom, and yeah. meanwhile, I was waiting at home patiently, just like, yeah, see who's gonna pick me up yeah. and take me to Seven Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, so uh, did you get your license in like New York City then, or like when you were like in college back in back in? The Midwest? I got. Uh, no, I, I did it while I was still in the Midwest, but I got okay, a theater cool. job that was out of town by an hour and a half. And wow. I, it was my first equity job. And I was like, I'm not turning this down. I'm learning uh-huh. how to drive to get this job. Uh-huh. So that's what I did is awesome. I got my yeah. license and I busted up my car <laughs> first year because <laughs> I just, I'm not a very good driver. I can't yeah. Um, nothing too serious. Just bend yeah. your benders. Um, Give me one second, my camera. Okay, now it's oh, back. Sure. <laughs> yeah, my camera kind of like cracked out on me for like a second. Yeah, continue. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it. I I would drive from Kalamazoo to Saugatuck, uh, wow. like an hour and a half there and an hour and a half back every day. Uh-huh. Um, when I was doing, uh, I did a musical called uh, the Twenty Fifth Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Really <laughs> nice nice so, um, so so like speaking of theater like how did you begin to be interested in theater like because 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 you do theater and like are you a musician as well like would you consider yourself kind of like a musician I, as well i wouldn't consider myself a, a musician because i mm-hmm. i feel like the true definition of a musician is being mm-hmm. able to be instrumental mm-hmm. um I can play tambourine. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I see. I played tambourine in a band yeah. for a year and a half. And yeah. I was, I was like, I'm not an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, how did I get started? I did community theater when I was little. I, I mm-hmm. think I just watched, um, the top movies I watched when I was a kid were like, they're, they're all musical. They were the wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. the whiz, which I was What's like, that? you've never seen the whiz. Oh my God. So the Wiz is better than the Wizard of Oz, in my opinion. It is, um, it's, it's a, it's, I mean, it is also the Wizard of Oz, but it's told kind of in this like New York city (laughs) version with Diana Ross and Michael Jackson and Nipsey Russell. And, uh, so it was a product of the eighties basically is what you're saying. Or seven, I think it was seventies. Seventies? But with Michael Jackson, also like kind of like young Michael Jackson, like, Oh yeah, like he, okay. had a, he had a he was a scarecrow, and so he had this number. But yeah. he was doing his like you know Michael okay. Jackson isms in it, yeah. and uh, I was just like, I'm glued to that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to do this in real life. So my mm-hmm. mom put me in community theater, mm-hmm. and I did mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. where I was a Munchkin, and uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. had this very distinct memory mm-hmm. of. Um, 
So anytime they said Oz, like all the mm-hmm. munchkins had to like bow their hats. They mm-hmm. had to like take it off and then put it back on. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my munchkin costume, there was a little like uh, like a propeller on the top of mm-hmm. my hat. And there's a spring <laughs> underneath the propeller. Yeah. And because I was, I had maybe long hair. I don't know what was going on, but it got <laughs> caught in my hair. And so I started like, I like, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I don't know why this meant. I was like six, but mm-hmm. I, I kept trying to rip the hat off. Mm-hmm. Like, and so now I was just distracted by this on stage and I ended up walking off stage in the middle of the performance. And I was like, mom, <laughs> and like, couldn't get it off. Wow. Yeah. Um, uh life uh, life got better after that yeah uh, and then i just yeah i did community theater all the way up until middle school and then i wanted to put on my own shows so yeah. i was like probably that annoying kid in theater class that was like mm-hmm. so i wanted to do that yeah. um studied theater in college yeah mm-hmm. it just it always followed me it was always a great outlet mm-hmm. it was it combined everything i like to do it's like dancing singing acting like yeah um What's the weird thing though is I'm actually pretty introverted. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. It was just always a nice release of uh, getting to play make believe and be silly mm-hmm. and not be judged for it. Yeah. Um, because uh, I mean, even now I did a, I did a show last summer and um, after we did the show, mm-hmm. I would like creep out the door. I would wear like <laughs> like all yeah. black. <laughs> and creep out the door and just get home as quickly as possible because yeah. e- if anyone even was just like, "Hey, good job," I'd be like, "Thank you," and like just like, <laughs> away. I don't know why it was. Yeah. It was I think because it's like you just put so much adrenaline into like yeah. doing a show and then you're just like drained yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Okay, I see. Wow. Sorry about the background noise, by the way. But um. Oh, it's cool. Tell everyone yeah. I say hey. <laughs> But, um, so like, what's like the toughest thing for you to kind of like, um, so like, what's kind of like the toughest thing for you to kind of like handle in like the theater world? Handle? Um, are we, are we talking more from like kind of the culture of it, the performing aspect of it? Culture, performing aspect, whatever, really. Uh, the performing aspect is I have crippling stage fright, uh, okay. yeah. which made it, like all these things don't make sense yeah. together. But yeah. um, my fear is I'm going to forget the words to uh-huh. singing on stage, which has happened before. Uh-huh. And it <laughs> haunts me uh-huh. to this day. Uh, um, so that's my biggest fear about yeah. that. But my, yeah. the culture of it is, yeah. um, yeah that's tough i th- I mean like part of me is like oh i want to say something broad that everyone can relate to but like i guess personally i uh my personality type is i always want to be liked and i'm always afraid about uh saying or doing so I just I feel very anxious when I'm in a cast of people because it's like it's an emotional group of people and I just feel like um I don't know like I'm gonna say something that someone's like I'll make a joke or something and someone's gonna be like yeah, she's weird or I don't know 
it's like little little insecurities from probably way too long ago kind of following yeah. a little bit with that yeah also and i know everyone can relate to this that's an actor uh-huh. an audition room is a complete nightmare like a waiting <laughs> a waiting room yeah. because there's people there's so many weird personalities there's people that are like in their head like trying to make themselves cry or like yeah. repeating their lines into their hands or something yeah. there's always one person like peacocking yeah. around the room that's just like <laughs> yeah like stretching or yeah. like trilling or warming yeah. up and you're just like please stop like yeah. we're all just trying to get the job just <laughs> sit down. yeah uh yeah yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's all, it all relates to like anxiety stuff, but uh, yeah. it's, it's improved a little bit. I, uh, I met uh, a wonderful woman named Sherry Sanders mm-hmm. uh, last year. I did a show with her and then I found out she's a teacher and she is most excellent at uh, not only being an audition coach, but a big part of her uh, platform is she talks a lot about mental health. Mm-hmm. So it felt really good to be working with someone that's like, Hey, all that stuff's okay. And we all mm-hmm. do it. And here's mm-hmm. how to take control of it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely kind of like, kind of like understand some of those like insecurities, I guess maybe it's because of more of my like personality type kind of like wanting to be liked, like you were like mentioning earlier. Like apparently my personality type is that I like really take kind of like human interaction or like kind of like friendship seriously to my own detriment at times and stuff like that. So I, I definitely kind of like understand kind of like that feeling of like wanting to be liked and kind of like, kind of like social anxiety, I guess, kind of like overthinking what like, what like the uh, other person or like kind of like yeah basically like, overthinking about like uh, about like what others think about you and that's something mm-hmm. that i've learned recently that like i can like definitely control and that you know i've been getting better kind of like not being terrible about like being inside my own head and kind of like overthinking so like i definitely mm-hmm. understand how you feel on that front yeah it's a it's a battle you know yeah. some days you feel like you're on top of the world but other days you feel like you're like the worst person and like nobody likes you and stuff like that, you know? I mean, music has been a great uh, mental, uh, I'll call it a mental heating pad, I guess. Like it's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like before going into an audition, like, uh, like, or even doing a performance. I'm a yeah. big, big, big fan of just like I got yeah. your your pump up playlist. Yeah. It just puts you in the mood. Do you yeah. got? Do you have a song that you listen to? Uh, and you're just like yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah, I have a couple of songs like that, but like for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just try. I just try to put on those and kind of get in that mindset of just like uh-huh. you got to walk the walk to talk the talk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But um, speaking of which, like. So so it's like written here, like like I have like a like Google document open up of kind of like stuff from like David, you know, kind of like question to ask you. And he said that you can do that you're good at impressions. I'm like yeah. he first of all, I'm like, what information did I give out? <laughs> because like we It just sees right here, like I don't know how true it is, but like Oh yeah. boy. We were supposed to do this interview back in March where oh, okay, uh, yeah. and now I'm like the whole world is shifted and I'm like, 
Yeah. I don't know. Do people really want to hear impressions right now? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you want, you could like kind of like record it in like a separate video because it's starting to get a bit loud, a bit crazy, like on like my end. So if you okay. want, um, I could just like kind of like message you after and like you, I could like give you kind of like my like contact information, email, whatever. And like you could like take a video of your best impressions and kind of like send <laughs> the video over to me so that I could like kind of like, you know, put it in this video if you want. Because I'm like really interested in like. <laughs> I'm going to have people that are like really good at impressions like yeah. come for me and be like, mm, girl, no. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, if it's like, if it's like acting, you're probably way better than like, you probably train yourself of how, you know kind of like of like the art of like imitating other people you know uh i mean acting isn't so much imitating other people yeah. as much as like uh-huh. or, or, or i mean like uh, impressing specifically you know i mean with voiceover stuff it definitely helps to like have you done voiceover I mean, stuff like i voice did acting? i did yeah. one voiceover job uh okay, i think nice. it landed on the cutting room floor but i got to do oh, uh nice. i got to do voiceover for a cartoon uh, cat. Wait, what's, the, what's the name of the- <laughs> Oh, wait. What? It was. Yeah. It was for a show. It the show was called Sugaroon. I don't think it ever Sugaroon? picked up. But it was. It was a voiceover for um, a yeah. Japanese cartoon, but it was dubbed. Oh, not whoa! So um, like, kind of like dub stuff. That's like a big. I know. I kind of like watch kind of like people that do kind of like English dubs of like of like Japanese anime or, or like anime kind of like on YouTube and stuff. And like, it's really wait. So it's called Sugar Rune. I know. Yeah, I don't think Sugar... it, it never picked up. Oh I wait, don't, no. I, wait. Let's. I mean, you might be able to Google it because it, yeah, it does exist it right in uh, in Asia. Sugar Rune. Sh- Sugar Rune, like a macaroon. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like a kid's anime? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see it now. That's really cool. Yeah. So the dub never got picked up? So like the so like the English never became a so. thing? Well, no, because I never heard anything back about it after yeah. that. It was, I assumed if they picked it up, they would have been like, hey, come back in. Or yeah. maybe they recast me. I have yeah. no idea. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I mean, do, I have a, I have a yeah. couple friends, though, that get to do like uh I have a friend, she does Polly Pocket voiceover. Okay, she, uh, cool. Another person I know does uh, Pokemon. Really, nice. really cool. Really great. I think game. I might have seen her video. She did something like Vanity Fair, maybe. Because I remember seeing, seeing does, does she do like like the voice of Ash or like a different character, like like Pokemon? For Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually the husband of a, of an old classmate of mine. He, oh, so he a, does okay. uh, one of the performances professors oh my god gary oak would it be maybe Maybe. that's a pretty iconic role all things considered that's really cool yeah it's i mean i know he's been i think he's been doing it for a while and and i mean he's gone to comic-con and stuff so i'm I'm assuming you know but i was what's his name if if you you don't mind uh his name is uh i don't know is it i think it's okay to give his name yeah i mean yeah yeah uh his name is jake uh jake Jake what? Pake. Pake. How do you spell? Pake. P A Q U E, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Jake Pake, voice up? actor. Yeah, he comes yeah, yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, that's him. Whoa, that's cr- yeah. Oh, so he's like a pretty famous anime. He's he's done like a bunch of like anime stuff. Then, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. So he's done Yu Gi Oh, Wings Club. Yeah, Pokemon. 
Oh, so he's done. So he did like a more recent role in like the Pokemon franchise. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, because that show's yeah. been on forever. So I'm yeah. imagining them like they got to recast the actors. Yeah. That's um, so cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know how I found out he did that, but yeah. I, uh, I definitely went down like a stalking yeah. hole. Like, what? This is so cool. <laughs> yeah, and, it's uh, so cool. Yeah. I mean, once you're in with voiceover, they just keep yeah. reusing you. Because if you think about it, yeah. your whole job is to show up, like, say some lines, hit it, hit it off with the sound engineer, like joke back and forth, yeah. and like, all right, do a couple takes, and then yeah. like that's your day. Yeah. So if they're not going to bring you back, if they yeah. don't find you enjoyable, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why they care. That's so cool, yeah, yeah. Um, right, my camera seems to be running out of juice, unfortunately. So I think I'm gonna have to cut it off here. I I know it's like kind of sudden, but like that's okay. I don't want the file to be like corrupted or like anything like that. No, no, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Are there no, any no, no, last comments say, uh, that you want to make? Uh, last comments. Uh, mm-hmm. No. No. I don't know. Keep, no. I don't know. Yeah. Show up, listen, read the, <laughs> read the news, check yeah. your news facts. Yeah. Do something nice for yourself every day and then nice for something or for someone else. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I don't know. I feel like it's stupid to be like, check out my channel in times yeah. like this. I'm like, nah, I'm already plug, <laughs> nah, I plug in all of your like, <laughs> all of your like kind of like show shows and like whatnot after. So you, so like, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Cool. All right, so Emily, let me see if I can pronounce your last name again. Emily, I am, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I already forgot how it is. How do you say? Ayanquinta. So Emily, Ayanquinta. So thank you again for, you know, doing this interview for Sounds Like NYC. And I'll be in touch with you about the impressions video, if you don't mind. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Have a nice day. Four and a half hours.